Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings. Welcome back to a special White Lotus finale episode uh-huh. of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and uranus. And we have some action going on in London there with our co-host lol (laughs) i I don't know what's happening the directive there was like a large bang yeah the directive was less noise but i guess we're fighting back the (laughs) the sussex squadron of the mcdade malshine household is fighting back and i'm just over here like william and kate trying not to hug anyone (laughs) <laughs> and here I am just noticing every little noise and making it a thing. That, that's not right. No, it is. By the way, everyone check out our Patreon for from yesterday or today. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast to hear us talking about Megan and Harry. The first three episodes of Harry yeah. and Megan. Two hours of Hawkle exclusive just for you on yeah. the Patreon. Uh, we're talking, like I said, about White Lotus finale today. But I also thought of something that I didn't mention that I really liked about Megan before she joined and left the royal family, there was this rumor that when she got cast on Suits, because it was her big break um, and a big payday that she had, the likes of which she had not seen before, um, she had a party called the Sayonara Zara Party where she gave away all of her cheap clothes to her friends. Okay, first of all, I, I love that. And more than even just the sentiment, you know, I love a good rhyme. Yeah, I love it. I, I mean, this is the kind of... That's a that's a very cool. Yeah, move. this is a girl I want to see on the TV screen. Obviously, she doesn't owe me anything, but I mean, th- those these are the <laughs> hints of Megan. Molly wants something a little. Different I know for these you. are the hints of humanity that don't come across to me. That do come, but but see, that's what I thought the documentary did show. Where I was like, oh, she's just like a gal. Yeah, the the parts where she was having fun with her friends. Yeah, I love those parts. I just yeah. I, I, whatever. Listen to the Patreon if you want to hear our unbridled thoughts on that. So, absolutely, White Lotus. Uh, obviously, this is going to be rife with spoilers. Did you think Tanya was going to bite the dust or bite so, the Ionian Sea, as it were? Right. I also had to go. I'm like, what is the Ionian Sea? I love that name for a sea. And honestly, let's write some. Let's write some scripts for Sicily. Mm-hmm. I'm in. A beautiful island landscape with a criminal undertone. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, I did. Okay, so, so yeah, spoiler alert. If you haven't, I guess we already just blew it. Tanya does. But if you don't want to know more, stop listening now and just go to the Patreon. Everyone kind of knew um, this was but, coming, right? Yeah, right. Well, so, like, the reason that I started to, like, I think the last two episodes with the madam butterfly 
opera foreshadow and then the like she dies that was sort of like the oh okay they're like you know because these these shows tend to plant like mm-hmm. easter eggs along the way which i didn't actually even think this was much of an easter egg because it was like it almost seemed like such an obvious foreshadow that it was like oh it's not gonna be tanya but um it also was like how is she not gonna like what is the resolution of her story other than to die? And I also know that, like, in season one, she makes that comment where it's like, the only thing I haven't experienced is death. So it's kind of like, Do you know what ruined it for me? Well, not ruined it, but was almost too much of an Easter egg. Um, When they go, when Portia and the DeGrasso's go to the Godfather house, which, I mean, what a miserable family. They were so, they were in the most beautiful vacation. And, they were so mean to the grandfather. It made me so sad just repeatedly being like, stop farting. And it's like he's 80. But anyway, they were um, at the Godfather house and they're talking about how the his uh, Michael Corleone's first wife, the car blows up and the mannequin in the car is wearing the same dress that Jennifer Coolidge is wearing in the oh. final episode. And like, I guess she's oh she's God. worn that dress in other parts of the series as well. So like someone had put up this thing that was like, oh, it's obviously going to be her. And I saw that and I was like, oh, well, now I know. I was going to say, did you notice that yourself or what? No, yeah, that, I was like, pointed something out. That... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like that is where like if you're the original finder of the of the Easter egg, it, it, you know, in, in Judaism, we would call it the finder of the afikomen. It's when you hide a little piece of the matzah on Passover and like you're the winner, winner chicken Cute. dinner. Uh, like I think like that's where it becomes like really fun when you're like, ah, I but yeah, like it's like once you read something like that, it's sort of like, oh, yeah, that's like, what it thanks. is. I also wouldn't yeah, have been able to restrain bit. myself from posting about it, but. No, I mean, gets all the clicks, I'm sure. We, I would, yeah. yeah I, if I didn't speed wash this from between yesterday and today, that's all I did. After we finished, I was like, all right, I'll just, I'll just get into it. Because I didn't really watch any of it. And then I just watched the entire thing since we left. Oh, my God, the that's whole thing? Oh, my God. The whole thing, top to bottom. What a journey. You know, it's funny. This show, it was a journey. But you know what it is? It's like, for some reason, White Lotus, like, unless we we're going to podcast about it today i will say that like the first and i felt this way about enlightened too uh mike's other season mike is what is it mike white what's his name the show i felt the way about enlightened too which is like okay i obviously like the writing i obviously think this is like you know it has all the makings of a good show but it's a little slow like i didn't think i i I thought sort of until maybe the like fifth episode i wasn't like fully in in i was like a little bit bored i was like mm. i don't know if i have enough stake in these people that i did you care watch season one like i watched it but i didn't watch it with like I, I, sh- I should give it another go same kind of vibe though it's like i wasn't so interested like there's something about like because this the show does have a very it is the hbo sort of like formula when it's not like sci-fi or something or you know where but it's just like these very wealthy people that have these aspirational lives but then like as you sort of get to know each one you're like i wish i was them and then you're like oh my god no they're fucked up yeah. i wish i was this them. is oh, my bread fucked. and butter same as succession. This, this is my bread and butter as a human yeah. this is all i want to yeah. watch is fucked up rich people doing stuff it's cousin of capricorn and i i also really like how with hbo shows or the ones i like at least it's really more character driven than plot driven it's just people right. having weird interactions and you can just dive into the nitty-gritty of why did they do that and mad men is not hbo but it's right. another one of those like and that's why i can't get into shows like 
like suits like and and other ones like that where there's no subtext and it's just kind of like people doing things like sims you know like the like the lindsay lohan christmas carol but this like i i need that sort of weird awkwardness to to just sort of like sink your teeth into and that's why i loved this show and it fills a hole that mad men and the sopranos have left behind for me yeah like i will say that once i committed to it and got into it i thought i mean this is where when we're talking about like we're talking about it with olivia wilde too like what this does best like above all is like world building mm. where you after a few episodes i was like all right should i stop and just like finish the patreon and post it and then i was like I can't. <laughs> yeah like that's why it's not up yet because i was like well no like now i'm in yeah. and like you know you get to sort of like vacation along with them if you if you truly binge it it's like well, how I'm on I'm on the yeah. vacation now. How could I break up my vacation? I also I did like this episode. I did like this season more because the last one, while I did really like what they did with sort of like the racist anti-racist revenge plot, it was really interesting. But it also, I mean, I'm just maxed out. I'm maxed out on like who's a colonialist, who's not a colonialist. It makes, because I, I, you know, I'm a white person and it makes me feel bad. So whatever. I don't like it. So this one was just people having sex and ruining each other's lives. And I'm like, okay, I can feel a little bit less guilty about these people fucking each other over, you know? Although. That said, it is kind of interesting. It's an all white. This one is all white. I mean, are there any non-white cast members? Well, Aubrey Plaza and Ethan, they were supposed to both be sort of like mixed race. Right. Ethan is mixed of some kind aubrey i don't know if she actually is but right she's, she's, she's sort of like dark haired well she's ethnic. part puerto she's half puerto rican oh, and right. she's oh right, like, right that's right which she's also of course there are white puerto rican people but she says in the begin in like the first episode she's like oh we're their white passing diverse friends so they're both right. sort of, okay yeah so they were the diverse yeah, yeah, yeah. but um but yeah, I liked how this one, the, the Mike White, the showrunner and creator, he says at the end of it on the HBO version of it, which they don't have HBO here, as I've said before. So I had to watch with a VPN to get the little special thing at the end. But he says the first season was about class and money. The second season was about death. And the third is going to be about Eastern religion. Or the, the second was about sex. And the third is going to be about Eastern religion and death. So like, yeah, they're going to, I guess they're going to go to Asia. So um, but yeah, I, I thought it was very clear that none of the I got very bored of the storyline of the two couples by the end, especially right. Ethan and Harper, like Aubrey Plaza and her husband. I'm so sorry. They just got boring. I was like, come on. But I, I think the the one thing that I rewatched it because I watched it at 7 a.m. this morning because I had to get on, I watched it on my phone while I was like getting ready for work because I have to go on social media for work so i was like this is going to be ruined i have to watch it and i have to probably write about it oh true yeah so i watched it on my phone which is blasphemy but i had to but so i didn't notice like on my rewatch tonight before we talked about it i noticed how there's a possibility that aubrey plaza didn't even make out with cameron well i think that is the big the big question is did they do more did they or did they do less did they Right, right. And at the same time, did Daphne take Ethan and and give him right. like did they do right. anything? The creator says at the end and of the I, thing, I, he doesn't know. Well, and I think that is I think that is the point that they were going for that like at the end of the day, 
you know, every marriage has its own language and its own like set of boundaries and structures that everybody like like you get the sense from the Daphne and Cameron relationship that actually whatever sadness is also there behind her gorgeous little button nose mm-hmm. face eyes or whatever that like they're happy and like that their relationship works for them and that even though Ethan and Harper technically on paper had more of what we might agree to be like the values of marriage like we don't lie to each other and like we totally trust each other that there was something about the the journey of not trusting each other that actually brought that like the gel the 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 even if it was fiction of jealousy and the and the decision to actually remain in the relationship even if you'll never know the truth either way because once you start once your trust is broken it's hard to get back no matter what anybody says or does or whatever's proven and so it sort of is like this i think this larger the conversation about marriage which is like at the end of the day like the choice has already been made and it's that you're together and and really f- figuring out how to return to each other is actually the work of marriage rather than like any sort of idealized perfection because technically Harper and Ethan did have that but they also weren't fucking and they weren't right. that into and each like other. Daphne and Cameron they don't trust each other they just don't they've just decided you know like they trust well, but- each other to to they be tr- with well, each they trust other, that they love yeah, each but other. they don't trust each other right. not to treat each other. They've just let that go completely out the window. And what's interesting, too, with yep. those two couples is, like, Daphne and Cameron are kind of supposed to be, um, like, the when you first meet them, you think they're the more traditional ones. They're, like, the right. the wife who just stays at home and, like, loves, dotes on her kids and, and doesn't read the news and the husband who's this alpha male. But it turns out they're actually, like, Polly. <laughs> Like, they've kind of got, like, an unspoken polycule. And then, like, Ethan and Harper, they think they're so progressive and forward-thinking and they're so in touch with the world, which also that scene cracked me up when she's kind of shaming them for not reading the news. And it's like, well, you're both on the same rich asshole vacation. Like, you're both dropping insane amounts of money on leisure. Like, no matter how much anxiety you're giving yourself by reading the news, you're still just as bad as these people. But, like, they think... Right. Well, and not to mention that the, even though yeah, like they're not reading the news, they were objectively happier. Right. Exactly. And because there's too, we, I mean, I say this as a journalist, we have too much news. The the news all needs to slow down. Like we need to have more time to make better right. news, and people have need to have more time to not be taking in other people's trauma all the time. Like it's it's at a it's at a breakneck right. pace. But like it, it's just, and it is showing the like the the the, the fear that it creates is real and like ethan and harper are the old fogies actually for as progressive as they think they are they are like living the they have the bedroom of an 85 year old couple so right they're like okay yeah and but then when you also scratch the surface even more you're like okay actually like rich people swinging has been a thing since the dawn of time especially like rich alpha males and this the idea that like a rich couple would actually be fully uh monogamous is also kind of a new invention of the last like 30 years maybe you know it's just that you know you never talk about that but um but yeah they were interesting well and the energy and the well the element too of you know that i think the i think the arc for harper partially was that she sort of saw daphne as this like sort of idiot that was getting taken advantage mm-hmm. of and had all these judgments and then it's like she finally had to tell her like i think something happened daphne's response is ever i mean i feel like daphne loki is like the the actual true protagonist of 
the yeah. show in the end, which you never, which you don't think. You think she's like sort of the bimbo side character, but by the end, it's like actually her life philosophy is she actually ends up being possibly the the wisest of anyone there. And because it's like she does actually she's not some idiot that's getting cheated on or whatever. She's actually playing the game, too. And I think there's what we think is like this, like poor housewife who's getting cheated on sort of impression at the beginning. By the end, it's actually really empowering of like, yeah, enjoy your marriage and have your fun. Like you're no victim. She is. Let's get into the signs. I say she's an Aquarius for sure. Okay, so, yeah. So what we're going to do now is discuss each character and what sign we think that they most authentically represent so you think aquarius yeah i think she's detached she's emotionless and i think she's pulling the levers in the background like when she was like oh we do this with each other like when she when she spirits aubrey plaza away to nodo and she's like we do this all the time we're always playing these games with each other it's like i don't think i don't think your husband's playing games with you i just think he's a hornball perv and you might think you're playing games together. And that's how you kind of like – you you would perceive yourself to be enjoying what the marriage is. But like she is so cold and detached. So that's why I think she's an Aquarius. There's also a fan theory, and I don't know how much stock to actually put in this, but there's a theory that the kid is not his because she – I think that's. I think that was over. You think? I thought that was. Yeah, the when point. she's like, I have a trainer. I thought that was the point of that trainer who's blonde and blue eyed. This blonde, blue eyed, yeah. big, like whatever. And then it's accidentally a picture of her kids who are these blonde, these big blonde, blue eyed. Yeah, but so many babies are blonde and blue eyed and become brunettes later in life. So that was why I was like, I don't know. Yeah, but he's everything about a show is intentional. Like, there's no way that. that otherwise, that scene would have been a total throw. But I also think she could be. This could be her way of torturing him. Like, she said she likes playing games with him and torturing him. She went and stayed in Noto not to cheat on him, just to keep him on his toes, you know? So, like... Yeah, but I also got a sense from, like, sort of their foreplay after that Noto trip and once Harper had sort of accidentally, because of the condom, exposed everybody, I got the sense that whether they're telling each other everything that they do or not, that they have... That part of their foreplay, like, part of the... They were kind of playing that, like, what did you do? What did you do? Like, jealous, sort of, a little bit of, like, a cuckoldy thing. Not overt, like, in terms of, like, I'm going to watch some big black guy fuck you. But, like, with this energy of, like, like, you're a bad girl and I was a bad boy. And, like, you know, they sort of are getting off on the the jealousy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't think he's jealous of her, though. See, that's why I think he's a Sagittarius. Yeah, but I don't think she's jealous of him either. I think it does hurt her a little bit. But she's built a shell around that pain so that she can't access it anymore. Like, like someone posted, I forget what meme account today. It was like her when Cameron is telling her, I think something happened between our two spouses. And she makes this face and someone was like, oh, she's in so much pain. And I was like, yeah, I don't think she's in pain. I think she, I think if anything, she'd be in pain because she'd be like, why would Harper do that to me? And I don't think Harper would do that to her. So that's why I think Harper was almost lying just to get a rise out of Ethan because I think she totally – I think maybe they shared a kiss because he did, like, touch her leg under the – Cameron did touch her leg under the table. And that was sort of the breakthrough between Cameron and Ethan when when it was like, okay, every time that I like someone, you have to sleep with them. So I got the sense that, like, it is possible that Cameron would try to yeah, kiss he her. Showed, he showed you know? hog. 
in like I episode mean, one. Was that real? Was that was that real? No, I think they all use prosthetics, which is bullshit because women don't get to use prosthetic boobs. <laughs> they can use prosthetic. Um, you use use body doubles. Women do, and I think guy. But yeah, I think usually guys they put a little sleeve on there. Yeah. Lol. So great. what do you think her um, sign is? So I thought. So I have I have many notes because what to me part of what the show sort of did was like set us up to think that these characters are one way and then right we kind of got their deeper emotional world so I was kind of thinking like well maybe sun and moon but okay like in general if I was just going to give what did I come to because by the end I had different things than when I started okay so with um, with what's her name Daphne uh, Daphne I actually had her as a Libra hmm. being, and I thought that he's an Aries she's a Libra and that they made up this very typical dynamic between Aries and Libra which is like ultimately it all is for each other and like even in this ways that he is like selfish and cheating or whatever she as I, I thought it was like she's it, it sort of embodying this Libra archetype which is like okay even if that doesn't like isn't what like I ideally would have wanted whatever actually keeps this relationship together I'm down with and I can sort of adjust to knowing who you are and and being the wife that you need and I also thought that again with him even as an Aries it's like whatever you want to say about his cheating he was the most like in terms of what he was actually and I think that was sort of her point in terms of what he was actually giving her functionally like in real time what she received from him in the relationship is like tons of affection and sex and romance and love. So I think that that is sort of to me the Libra Aries axis being played out in that relationship where he is this like sort of hothead party. But I, I thought for him either he was a Libra or a sad. I mean a Libra or a mm -hmm. Leo. I'm mean, no no sorry sorry. I thought for him he was either an Aries or a Leo. Oh, a Leo. Because either way he's like down to play. Yeah. He just wants to be the center of attention. He wants to just be having hot fire fun. He just wants to be kind of like, you know, the the big dog. That's why I thought he was um, sad. But mm, yeah, like I could see I ha that was one of my possibilities for him, but ultimately the reason that I don't I didn't fully get sad from him is because you get the sense that he's just not that. Like, I do think Sagittarius energy, for better or worse, does tend to be fairly deep. Like, there is sort of more of a... Like, I think the reason that there was contention between Ethan and Cameron, even for their whole relationship, is because Cameron also is insecure. Which I don't think... Like, I don't think a Sag would be affected by somebody saying, like... Like, I don't think a Sag would have that thing that Ethan describes what is, like, mimic mimicry attraction Mimi or something. Like, I think desire. a Sag... I think a Sag feels... Even though Sages can be cheaters, and I have a few things of who I think could be Sagittarius here, I sort of feel like Cameron is just more basic. There's a, there's an element... And that he's so expressive in his love. I don't know. I thought either Aries... Yeah, I think be, Aries, but now me, more so, now that you're saying that. I always forget about Aries. I think they're Aries leaders. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I still think she does... That's really funny also because your mother's an Aries. I know. I always forget them. Um, <laughs> okay, scary. so I think we've nailed them. What do you think Harper and Ethan are? So Harper was one where only towards the end did I have a maybe she's something else, but I thought squarely Harper Virgo. 
Harper is a Virgo to me. Okay. Hardcore. I thought maybe Capricorn by the end, but no, I think she is a super duper Virgo. Just nitpicky, perfectionist so in her nitpicky. head, rigid but righteous. Obsessed with the rules of the relationship to the point where, like, I, I don't know. It was just so much equivocating. And also, like, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Virgo makes complete sense. I don't even need to, we don't need to belabor the point. I think that works. What about Ethan? So, Ethan, I went back and forth with, there were three that came up to me where I was like, okay, it's, I could make a case for these. I could make a case for Taurus. Why? Uh, Why? Which would have them, because, because ultimately he is reliable. He is, he was focused on his money. He slowly worked to build the business. He doesn't really want to. Like, he does what he can to, like, avoid fighting or getting into shit with people. But, like, ultimately what he is is stable, sturdy, um, and, you know, kind of... And, and also, you know, very much, not passive, but sort we of... Like, he, 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 we like to party, Taurus. True. I mean, the other two signs that I had him as potentially were either... I thought he was either a Taurus, Cancer, or I think he's a Cancer, for sure. That's what I think. Because I think he's so closed into his little shell. His little porn... Porn addled shell. He's got he's right. got bukkake posters all over the walls, and he's not coming out, and not for <laughs> anything. Not even for he Harper already told him that Cameron showed hog, and he was like, "Oh, really? Wow, that's crazy. I'm gonna go for a run and watch some porn." Like what? That's crazy, right. you know? And like, I think. I don't know mm-hmm. what his deal is, why he was so like that. Like, I don't know if it's because he was working too hard, but that's bullshit. Everyone's working hard. She's a lawyer and she's not, you know, doing shit like that. So, yeah, I think he was, I think he was cancer. He was very, like, prickly also. Like, he lied to her about the fact that he did kiss one of the prostitutes. He kissed Mia. Like, you let it go on for a second. And you don't have to let it go on for a second when someone tries to kiss you. You push, you can push them off immediately. Like, yes, granted, he was on Molly. He didn't even say to her, she tried to kiss me. He just was like, yeah, no, nothing, ha- nothing happened. And it's, and then he got so mad at her. So like, and, and he was like, I know, right. what you're, I know you're lying. I know you're lying, blah, blah, blah. Like, he didn't know she was lying. I don't know. He was so in a shell. He was so completely impenetrable. So that was why I think he's a cancer. Yeah, like I thought cancer because it's like he clearly is like deeply feeling and, you know, wanted to sort of feel in control and like he was safe in his relationship, but then also still even within the relationship be like hiding in yes, the relationship in on some level or and that freaking right. hairdo but then that I thought, hairdo tell me that's not a defense mechanism <laughs> to be walking around like 1962 paul mccartney no right and he right. looks really good actor was, yeah, was, without the hair yeah he is but i thought yeah it was sort of like a ca- the, the confidence of a casual new billionaire where he's like yeah i can have the haircut of an 11 year old mm-hmm. you know or whatever but um the other thing though is that like the reason I thought Taurus Scorpio axis on some level is because so much of the story between not only him and himself, him and his wife, but also him and Cameron was about like money and power and like who who is the 
who is the like big dog who is the more powerful one so that's where the, the taurus scorpio came in but i but cancer was on my list too and i would guess if anything maybe those are his yeah and i feel like he's probably never concerned about being the big dog when he's not around cameron i right. also like i don't think he's i don't think i don't get the sense that he's insecure other than when his like and actually, I don't think he was insecure without uh, around Cameron without his wife's reflection yeah. of which is also though where I I could sort of see him being a Taurus too because it's like yeah Taurus like to party but like he clearly partied but like he also uh, how do I put it like he really didn't want to see the things he didn't want to see until then he had mm-hmm. to like he had to basically be like reminded over and over by his wife like or not even reminded like it needs to be brought to his attention like hey this guy's an asshole i guess that could also be cancer too though just kind of wanting things to be comfortable the way you know them so yeah to me like cancer taurus would be what i would think yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay how about tanya i know you're gonna agree with me i already have planted my flag in the sand here and i know you're gonna agree with me completely pisces should we say it the same? Yes. Pisces. Pisces. <laughs> Pis- she's obviously a Pisces. But then I was like, when I was getting into it, I was like, Pisces, but then I think cancer. Mode. Okay. Well, let's explain the Pisces for people, just in case people don't know. Pisces, we always say yeah. emo, uh, oblivious, completely wrapped. Fantasy, fantasy land. land. Wrapped up in their own emotional world. The only time she was happy in the show was when she was pretending to be Monica Vitti and when she was getting worshipped by the gays. And like, hi, right. Pisces rising. I relate completely. Like, and totally. she she's so up her own ass with her fantasy world. She doesn't even know how good her life is. Because if she did, she never would have married Greg, a closeted guy who, well, actually, maybe he's not closeted. Maybe he's bisexual. He did seem really into her when he met her in Maui. But like, she, I, I just don't think, she has no idea how good she has it. This is two vacations in a row where she was a complete sad sap the entire time. on In the lap of luxury, just being crying, crying, crying nonstop and pulling other people into her pit of sadness. Then she dies in the water like a fish. And her wardrobe was yep. Pisces. Her wardrobe was flowy, flowy. Totally. Oh, great casting, great job. I mean, the hair was Piscean even. Like the little mermaid Bardot mm-hmm. bump in the back with the, the the flowing curls. So, what makes you think Cancer Moon? Well, the thing that I started to think as the show went on is, and and I, yeah, she had some great, very Pisces lines too, and the sort of like escapist tendencies are very Pisces. The only part about where Cancer Moon came I in know, I know exactly was what like. You're what, what? That she because I was thinking this was because this was a trauma response because we learned in season one that like her dad was abusive or something. I don't know if I'm remembering it correctly, but she the fact that she saw her assistant's new little boyfriend fling fucking his uncle and didn't say anything for like two days is like exactly. oh my god, you're so traumatized that you literally saw these alarm bells from miles away the the freaking um photo of greg that she doesn't do anything about for like a full day just seeing these red flags everywhere and just being like that's a little weird like that and that's i guess you're gonna say that's cancer moon because she's so protected from the whatever trauma she's had in her past that she literally cannot see trauma coming around the corner because she just assumes it always is there yeah and i also got the sense which is I mean, it could also still be Pisces, but I got the sense that, like, 
Right. She is unhappy in no matter what, yeah. you know, unless she is in her fantasy land. But she is she's not taking like a passive approach or just living 24 seven in a fantasy land. She's actually trying deeply to control the people around her. Like I thought her controlling the assistant, like her, her just making Portia do what I say, come, come be near me. It is sort of very control. I thought there was a very controlling maternal, like a, abusive mother mm. almost like where it's like, I want to at least know that I can tell people what to do. Like that ultimately was the only thing that sort of made her feel happy when she wasn't in her fantasy land. So I thought squarely a Pisces and, and maybe a, a, When she said on the phone to Portia, you know, he was naked and and stuff, and then goes, he was kind of fucking his uncle. (laughs) That was the funniest thing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I laughed so hard at that line and the line, he was kind of fucking his uncle. Like, as if she was, well, you know. It's so funny. But one of my favorite things about this show and the writing on this show is the way that they consistently have the characters say things about other people that they're saying about themselves. And one of the things that she said in season one, she's like, I don't get along with women. You know, they're just so dramatic and they're so upset all the time. Like, I don't remember exactly what she said, but she was like full on describing herself. And then another thing that happened this episode, which we can use as a segue to the, the DeGrasso family. um, When Christopher Moltisanti, the dad, what is his name? Dominic, when he says to the son, how big of a mark are you? And it's like, bro, you're the one who's about to give 50 G's to the prostitute. Like, you are the one. Like, you're the mark. Your son is in cahoots with her to extract the money from you. It's so funny. And it's like, you've been a mark. Your marriage is imploding because you've done this so many times. Like, you're the mark, bro. Christopher would have yeah, kneecapped you if you were in The Sopranos. Right. Right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I – okay, so we'll get to them in a mo. I guess uh, the one thing I want – the last thing I want to say about Tanya. Tanya, the line – she had another line that I just thought was so Pisces and so funny, which was like, oh, I love how big your pupils are <laughs> when they – as the when they – what was the – they, they did Molly or something, but they – they did drugs. Like they were doing cocaine. They were doing all the blow. And then she's like, oh, I love this. Like, I love how big your pupils are. And he's like, well, thank you. You too. And she's like, ah, oh, yeah. I just thought that was like she's such so a, funny. that's why I was like, yeah, this is, she's to a Pisces. Like at her Pisces. age, her stature in life, having all that money and your husband's out of town and literally someone just has to plop some cocaine in front of you. And you're like, oh, okay. It's so funny and so Pisces. Like, she, they didn't even... She's everything about her. Didn't and didn't even and, need to and, twist and her he, arm to blow lines all night and cheat on her husband. <laughs> well, no, and I thought that that also was a very Pisces thing, too, because the, the running thing about her is, like, she is always down to drink. So it's like, she hated the fortune teller, but then she's like, the fortune teller's like, actually, I'll have a cocktail. She's like, great, let's have highballs or whatever. So, like, I thought I thought she was a square-ally Pisces. Yeah. Now, I am curious to see... Okay, so, so on to the family of, of made men the marked made men the whiny what it, boys I, I have, they were so whiny, whiny oh my boys. god they annoyed me too because i was just like they they just they never enjoyed themselves not for a single minute of screen time these three men the father 
No, the son did. The son yeah, did. he enjoyed himself he when tried. he was getting duped. Yeah, by oh, he, and he tried to enjoy Portia. I forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and actually, I thought actually I thought the grandfather had, despite anybody being mean to him, I thought the grandfather had a great time. That's the true. Whole he was time. letting it like, roll off. I his thought back. the grandfather was this. Yeah, he was a totally evolved like don't sweat the small stuff kind of thing. That's so true. Okay, what do you think their signs are? I haven't even thought about this for three seconds. So, okay, I've thought a lot about this, and they are kind of hard for me to locate. But, okay, number one, I thought that the son, um, Albie, by the end of it – so, like, at, at first, because of the way they were talking about, like, what his role in the family was, I was like, okay, so he's a, a peace, the peacemaker of the family. He's a nice boy. Like, I thought either Cancer or Libra um, or a Cancer Sun, Libra Moon. But then after I saw all the scenes where he was like making love with Lucia, I was like, oh, he's a Scorpio. Because what he really wants in the end is like he'll he'll go with the dark and dirty. He'll get the money for her. He'll be down for a prostitute. But what he really was looking for above all was just like passionate to fall in love and to go all in with someone. I know and I feel so bad for him because like being a member of his generation is failing him horrifically. I mean this is why like if you have a young hot son I don't know if you should send him to gender studies class. I don't know if you should because this is how he this is how he ended up being duped because he's like oh this woman's being exploited like we need to stand up for her blah 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 and then like not wanting to put the moves on Portia but then Portia also was a dupe. You know when he said when Mike White the 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 show creator is like oh the season's about sex I thought this season was about who is the biggest mark of all. Who's getting the wool pulled over their eyes more than anyone else? Because they're all getting scams run on them. Even Everyone. the freaking um, hotel manager is getting a scam run on her by the pianist who oh, sucks yeah. ass. I mean, did they cast her for her terrible voice? They had to have. So I actually was very curious about this because I thought – if she in real life, like I wanted to know if this actress in real life actually considered yeah, herself. Fancies like, herself. If a she singer. is right, if she fancies herself a singer, this is the biggest break of her life, and this will be the la- the first and last time she sings. Uh, yeah, she wasn't good. It wasn't good. It and I and I, th- I guess maybe it was part of the plot because it, it sort of showed. Not only that she was totally passionate and it really wasn't about ego, she just loved to do it, but that also that her cur- – like I thought that the thing about Lucia and Mia, the two prostitutes, it's like what they will exchange sex for are different. Yeah. So like whereas Lucia like ultimately just like was needed to make some money, wanted to wanted make some money. Wanted to, yeah. All- she didn't need to. She just and was she like, did. I want it. But yeah, that's she, why she was so she awesome. She got yeah. it. That's why she was so awesome. And then by the end, too, when they do the reveal of, like, the guy, Alessio yeah. or whatever, it's like, oh, no, he he works at the hotel. They, like, high-five on the way out. Like, she totally conned everybody. The, the She's the biggest, like, uh, predator on at this resort for sure. And well, she came out on top. Guys. But, like, I... Oh, right. Well, yeah. But I, I, I could have done without Mia's storyline. I thought it was so dumb because I was like, you don't need to sleep with someone to become a pianist at a hotel bar. Like, you can but probably I, but I think, just go to a slightly I, worse hotel and do it there. Like, she would have sure. made no I mean, sense I guess I just thought it was – I thought it was just sort of like her des- – not desperation, but I thought it was sort of like juxtaposing like what what women who feel like they don't have options – will sell their bodies for you know and like and i did think i thought the point of her story was basically to 
give the Valentina character. Yeah, 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 yeah. I also just don't think... I, I mean, I don't think that Mia or Lucia was in that desperate of a situation at any point. You know what I mean? Like, they seemed like they were doing this voluntarily for the fun of it. And, like, they're probably going to grow out of it at some point, And they're just going to look back at it and laugh. You know? Like, and I don't know. I guess maybe Mia was just kind of, well, whatever. We need to get back to Albie, what his sign is. Well, I think what it is is that I think that Mia wanted, I think Mia wanted to sing if that's where she's hanging out that's what she wants to be doing there and so she found a way to get her needs met in in the way that they've chosen to too but okay yeah, yeah so to me i ended up landing on albie's a scorpio i could see that also because he's sifting through all of the generational family karma and trauma like he sort of is the bottom of this totem pole where not only is he having to heal it on behalf of these men because it's finally being addressed among all of them but also that you know, he feels this bonded responsibility to be this sort of glue in his family, which I, I think in many ways only a Scorpio can can carry that weight. But Yeah, I don't know, because he, he is so, like, outwardly mad at his dad for what his dad did. And I feel like a Scorpio thing would be a little bit more to put your head in the sand about that and ignore it and just let it manifest in a less healthy way rather than just confronting him about it repeatedly over dinner. You know what I mean? Like, Well, but I feel like he didn't fully confront him until later. And I felt like that was part of his arc. Like, because that's why I thought at the beginning, like, oh, he's a cancer Libra because like he is playing the role of like peacemaker and like he would have never missed the trip. And like he wasn't at the beginning, he wasn't like overtly angry at his father. He I was, could see Cancer Libra I mean, he was he's mothering Lucia. He is. He's like, you got to get out of this. Like, like, and his yeah. dad is so macho and his grandfather is so macho and he's not. He's a caretaker. And like, he, right. like, I could see him being one of like sort of a more caretaker sign. He's a little boring though. Let's skip to his dad. The erstwhile Christopher Moltisanti, Dominic DeGrasso, yeah. Michael Imperioli, so many vowels. What do you think he was? He was, I mean, I love him so much. He's so, he's I love him. a sexy man, I feel. I thought he was a cancer. What? Why? Cancer men, cancer men are actually, like, at their best, they're caretaking and mothering. But I actually find that a lot of cancer men have like mommy stuff have issues with women have control issues and are so emotional that they don't like like i think that the the dom character you know the idea of then in confronting his cancer man is terrifying to me and i've dated a couple cancer man and they're so emo- cancer men are so moody. They're so emotional, and I think even though they're coming from this deeply sensitive, oftentimes wounded place, they don't really know what to do with those feelings, and that's where it can turn into like a sex addiction. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. I mean, I think when people do have a sex addiction, a lot of time, not Cameron. I think Cameron literally just wants to get his rocks off with whoever will stand still long 100%, enough. Yeah, but I think. Cameron's not a sex addict. He's like a yeah. fire sign. Whereas Dominic, I think he was searching out for, he does give the, does give the vibe. He was searching for connection um, with all these women. But right. yeah. 
And then I thought, okay, well, maybe Scorpio, but it's like, I actually think, no, a Scorpio would get away right. with it. Like, a Scorpio wouldn't get busted that many times. The fact is, as I think the reason he read Cancer to me is because not only did it come down to him confronting his father about about the, the effect that he had on his life, he did also end up, like fathering the being the biggest mark fathering his son and and yeah. lucia and actually just get, ultimately giving he them uh he caved and it, in his mind it was because ultimately what he really wants is to be in his family unit that he's so nostalgic for his and mommy, his wife but right exactly and like and i feel when like they got chased away from the from the town in sicily by the three moms who were like you know right they, they just they can they are getting spurned and used by every woman it's hilarious and like it's so funny mm-hmm. because they see right through them like i mean i think these the women that chase them away from their property they're like we could tell you're just americans looking to somehow get some sort of cheap fulfillment from pretending you're at epcot and we don't want anything to do mm-hmm. with it. Like, we have no nothing to talk to you about. Like, go away. So they are... Well, and I love that. I, lo- I thought that scene was also so perfect because it really just showed how stupid they were. Like, the, the, the idiocy of three English-speaking men showing up at, at, like, in deep Sicily. Like, hello. Right. We are your family. It's like they don't speak English. Like at least they should have welcomed Lucia's company. They're like, great, you can be our trade. To not have the f- the foresight to think, oh, yeah. we're gonna need a translator, or else it's gonna be incredibly scary to these women. Is so like, yeah. Duh. I think also like, Dominic is. Um, yeah, I, I was shocked that he caved and gave him the money. Like, what are you, what are you thinking? Why would you ever do? And it was just fully to get the mom back. And do you think that the son is even going to try to help get the mom back? I don't know. I'm not, not convinced. Yeah, I think he, t- I think he already did. I think he was telling mm-hmm. the truth. And that's what the end, that's why at the end when, when she's like, look, I can't talk now, but like, call me when you get home. You get the sense that it's going to be, I get the sense that it's going to be okay. And then maybe, and like, that's where they show at the end too, like the, the, the hot girl walking by the three of them where they're all obviously like checking her out it's like okay so this is a family that is on a generational level afflicted with um, Chauvin- sex addiction in whatever way yeah like just just they're programmed to see hot woman look at hot woman ogle hot woman try to fuck hot woman and th- but i thought that the end there was sort of this like, because you see, like, D- Dominic, turn like, after she walks by, he, like, actually turns his body, faces his family, like, sort of, tur- like, the body language is very different than from the beginning of the series, where he would have been more open to, like, oh, uh. so I thought, I thought it was sort of giving us the impression that, okay, like, they're gonna struggle with this, but the, the arc had, like, they're, they're in a different place than they started, and they're all kind of in agreement, like, we don't want to be like that anymore, except for Grandpa, who's like, oh, well, my yeah. wife's dead. Grandpa is what? I don't even know. He was such a small little side character. I could see him being a Capricorn. He was darkly funny, and he was, like, in charge of his own, um, like, legacy in a big way. He knew where he had come from. He knew where he was now. And he's just, like, and he was very fatherly, I felt. True. Yeah, I sort of – okay, so my notes I, – I got the impression – so I, I tried to, like, write down a line, if any line that they said, like, jumped out at me as, like, oh, that's, like, a very – so the one thing that – so um, Bert, the grandfather, says, like, I can't be responsible for anything I say. You know, like, I'm concussed. So to me, that was, like, oh, maybe he's 
like to me i got either like gemini or sagittarius because it's like everything is met with this sort of like jove hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Feel yes, he has a Sagittarius vibe. You know, like Sagittarius, like... I it's like Capricorn and, out and of the my thing ass, about, yeah. Well, but Capricorn would make sense to me too, but it's like I sort of just feel like I for, I sort of feel like like um he like the thing about Sagittarius energy is that you know, if we look at it's like Gemini is like asking the questions, Sagittarius is like the answers to those questions, but but the truth is in many ways Gemini is more truthful than Sagittarius because Sagittarius in its like coming to a conclusion about the truth on some level is actually automatically lying because what Gemini reminds us of is the duality of everything. So there's sort of an element of Sagittarius in, in the grandfather to me, because not only was he like his version of the truth was enough for him, like where he had the conversation with Dominic and he's like, no, like I had a great marriage. And it's like, no mom, you cheated on mom and everybody knew and mom was bitter. And she, and he's like, no, we loved each other. Why does everyone... And it was, like, actually as simple as yeah, that. why do all these people know about their parents cheating? This is not necessary. I don't think you should tell your child, even if you're the cheated-on party, just tell your friends. Get a therapist. I don't think it's right to bring your child into that. And it's so messy that all three of these generations knew all the other ones' dirty laundry the entire time. Like, they're so enmeshed in such a creepy, unhelpful way. Like... Your father and your grandfather should not know that you're running around the resort banging someone. You know, like they should just, they should. Well, but I think he, the reason that they had him doing that was because that was, I think, him sort of asserting his power. Like, oh, you guys think you are the like ladies' men. Well, like, get a taste of your own medicine. Now you're going to know who Right, I'm but it's just symptomatic of how enmeshed they are because they. Oh, they're totally yeah. enmeshed. This is like a family karmic. Family generational. Well, that's why I also was kind of thinking like, oh, if they all had like I could see them all having sort of similar placements, whatever those placements are, because there's like there's a lesson that keeps needing to be learned that isn't being learned. Um, but I sort of felt right, for, like for the dad and the son, with, they both have sex with the same girl within a day of each other. Like that's because they both subconsciously right. knew that was going to happen because they're just so they're, I don't know. They're like weirdly like hypersexual as a family and they're not even like like he knows that his dad has a history of sleeping with sex workers that's what it seemed like and 
Well, but I think he sincerely didn't think she. I thought he. I thought the moment where he was genuinely embarrassed and like thought that she just like he. I thought what we saw from this Albie was like he went from being like genuinely like naive, trying to be the peacekeeper, forgives his dad, but it's not cool. His mom's hurt. To actually becoming kind of like he got his cojones yeah. by the end. Like he was like actually like I'm the man too, guys. And he was ca- I he became that- Captain Savaho. That's his <laughs> yes, superpower. I'm not making that up. That's a term. Don't get mad at me. We love and to I think, see it. I think he was Captain yeah. Tabaho. And he'd be proud to he'd be proud to say it. But I don't think that it was that they were all talking about their illicit affairs. I think it's that 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 this is why it's like I don't think Dom was a Scorpio or one of the more sort of can get away with shit air or fire signs. I thought he was a water sign because he wasn't getting away mm. with shit. He was being super sloppy, super messy about these affairs to the point where the family just like had ent- to know like everybody just knew entire family and then it's like i didn't think that that bert the grandfather like i don't think that he was like talking to his son about cheating that's where that confrontation scene comes in where dom is like hey for the record that's why again cancer like he's so en- enmeshed with the family and stuck in these stories of where he's like the reason i am like this is because you were like this and so you don't get the sense necessarily that that the grandfather, while he was at least married to his mother, was like, ch- like cheating. It's like because that was sort of a, a tender moment where he was like, for the record, like everybody knows what you did too. And the grandfather was like, no, they didn't. And it's like, okay, so that's why yeah, I get, I get like, you're a sag because who's lying. Well, I don't think either of them are lying. I think it's they are having totally different interpretations of like, like I think that's where Bert is a sag because he's like, oh, your your truth, no, right, 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 right. <laughs> like. And it's and, he, and he's just actually genuinely kind of light and jovial and like isn't that affected Maybe by any of it? Yeah. Okay. What about yeah. Lucia? I mean, I love her. She was the star for me. She looks exactly like every Italian girl I went to high school with in, on the Jersey Shore. Let's count to three and say what we think she is because I bet it's going to be the same. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Gemini. Leah. <gasps> <laughs> I thought Leah. Okay. Okay. Why do you think? I mean, I could see Gemini too. The three that I had listed were Gemini, Leo, Scorpio. And I was like, oh, maybe that's her big three. But I saw her as such a Leo. She just basically used, she was just performing the whole time. Yeah, she was. That's why I thought she was a Gemini because she was performing in these one to one performances with these different personas for every mm. single person that she's talking to from the receptionist oh, yeah. to the dad to the son to the everyone and like she knew exactly who to be she knew exactly how to mirror everyone even to the point of like there's this big debate going on on social media of like how come she never took the john's money up front it's because she knew how to get it in the end and she knew that getting it up front would mean that they might run away because it's like an upscale place and these people think that they don't they might think oh i don't need to pay for it blah 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 but she knows that she's just that good at her job that she's gonna ensnare them and then when she asks for the money she's gonna keep seeing them and she's gonna get it and also she's doing this i think for the love of the game she doesn't have a pimp she's (laughs) just like no, she does. Well, that was like bigger. Right, there is right. no pimp. Like when you realize at the end that 
that that dude is her friend and they're like bye and then he works at the hotel and he has his little name tag i was like oh she is yeah she's like she and daphne to me were like the unsung heroes of i mean i guess she was sort of the overt hero but like they were the heroes of yeah the for sure i i can see leo too but but she actually yeah so much I, work could, in. I could see gemini know now that you say yeah. it though I, I actually know what you're saying right where it's like she's basically just like switching the narrative real fast to ultimately game the whole yeah, thing yeah, yeah do you know the guy who played jack his name is leo Woodall. Okay, I thought I thought Jack and Cameron were two of like the most physically beautiful men. I've I know. Ever seen. How do they do it? I was so attracted. I to know. Both of them. Like whoa. absurd. Do you think? I mean, we'll get to Jack. Let's get to Mia next. I think Mia was a. I like she's so into the machinations but she's you can see her work everywhere she's sloppier about it than lucia i thought lucia was flawless she was dripping with finesse everything she did she got what she wanted in the end and you didn't even see her sweat once whereas mia to me was a hot mess even down to her makeup and her hair and everything like she was she did not have it together like lucia and she's kind of like oh i'm gonna figure out how to do what you do i don't think she wants to her heart's not in it she's having a hoe face and she's just having well no but i don't even think she's having a hoe face i think she's like i want to do what you do but i don't like she even said like i don't care about the money i just want to sing so she did figure out how to do i know what it's what lucia did but just in her what's so funny about that is you don't need to do that to sing that's why it's so her character is so funny and weird to me because you literally just need to be good at singing you just gotta show up and undercut the guy's prices like that's all you have to do (laughs) like well except that in this hotel her reputation was already sort of tarnished because she was known as being at least the friend of yeah the yeah yeah but i mean i don't know she just was so weird to me i think she's probably never gonna sleep with anyone again she just kind of was like trying that that persona on for size for for a hot minute you know how old do you think they were supposed to be like 23 or something like do you think they went to college yeah mid-20s no i, I no, and i think that they were kind of showing like a very like did you watch um it was on hbo as well the the what was it called? My intelligent friend or something. <laughs> it, it was the Elena Ferrante book that no. they adapted to. The, Elena Ferrante wrote three books about these two women in Napoli uh, in like the 60s or something. And Oh my God, that it, sounds so up my alley. Yeah, it's very good. It's it, it has subtitles, but it's really worth watching actually. And was one of the characters in the first season reading one of the books? One of them was reading an Elena Ferrante book. Yeah, oh, in the really? first season, they all had books, and no one in this season did. My Beautiful Friend. I think that's what it was called, My Beautiful Interesting. Friend. Interesting. We're going to have to look like into that. that. But it was like, I think I think what they were – because I also thought even when, like, Harper and Daphne went to Noto, like, with the scene where all the men were, like, staring at, at Harper or whatever, I think they're just showing that the, the cultural – that is, like, just the culture there mm-hmm. where it's, like, a lot of horny men and, like, the women, like, this is, like, they they get their power back by using sex and and being an empowered prostitute, whereas the men are actually the marks, even though they seem like there's this, like, it's this masculine-dominated yeah, yeah, yeah. society where they actually are getting, they're having to 
I don't know. I just thought they were showing. The, I don't know. I don't think they went to college. I don't think that they were like upscale women necessarily. But I think they're showing like, well, this is a career. Path. This is actually a path that really cool women might take if if you're born in. See, yeah. like, I, what sign do you think Mia is? I think it's really hard to tell because I, like I said, I think she was trying on a persona for this entire thing, and I think it's not who she really is. I think who she really is is kind of. Like, in the beginning, she's shy, and she doesn't know what she's doing. And then at the end, she's at the piano, and that's all she really cares about. So the the whole interlude of trying sex work on for a week, I don't think she's going to continue with it. So what do you think? I don't know. I can't figure out what her sign really is. A boring one? The only – I mean, the two that that I sort of flirted with were Taurus and Cancer again. but Or not Taurus, Cancer, Taurus and Pisces. And I think actually – from what you're saying, I, I would say perhaps she is a, a, another iteration of Pisces where it's sort of like she's sort of bullshit. She's doing whatever to try to get the thing that she wants. She's not being really authentic, though, but she can kind of dissociate and fuck someone or dissociate. But then it's like she's – yeah, she's messy. She gets what drugs or what wrong. And then ultimately what she wants is to just like sing and play piano and music is what she's there for. But also like even the, like, the delusion that she's, she's bad at it really good well that's what i'm saying that like there's even a delusion that like she thinks she's really good and that is sort of piscean in many ways to just be like this is this like in this like in the same way that sagittarius can pisces can also just be like this is my truth and i'm sticking to it and it's like i could see her being a pisces she is truly just floating along making it up as she goes Mm -hmm. and um she'll be a different person tomorrow probably so whatever how about Valentina, I loved her too, the the manager of the hotel. She was I just love any like really bitchy woman character who's just yelling at everyone. It's just really fun to watch. Well, this threw me for a loop because the entire time she was in my mind obviously a Capricorn, but then it was her birthday and I'm like, "Oh, would that mean that it was the summer?" So I think either way, I'm going to say Capricorn Moon for sure. Oh, but well, then, they don't think of that in shows. Yeah, but like, like I actually like was going to. So this is Sicilian weather. Like, is it actually like a winter vacation spot, or is it climate? Is the climate like it's way warm, warmer? Like it's really warm there. It's like Greece. So it could have been winter. It probably couldn't have been winter, but it could be shoulder season. It could be spring or fall. You know. Hmm. I okay. So aside from that tidbit, I thought Capricorn. Okay, why? Like, like because first of all, boss bitch energy, pantsuits looking pantsuits to the nines every day, upholding the rules, having the status in the hotel. But then ultimately, her her big gay secret or her you know she was so repressed and disconnected from her sexuality because I think I think that they were trying to sort of show us that it's not you know it's just not i mean i think we know that it's not the most gay friendly culture Mm -hmm. so because it would be socially unacceptable she was sexually repressed because being socially acceptable is is the capricorn way yeah 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 yeah. that makes sense and following the rules of the society yeah i can see that i can see her being a virgo too though because she was a i thought she was a stickler yeah, I thought if anything, maybe Virgo Sun because it could be like like it could be an August Virgo. Mm, it could so be like, September August, too. It would like be late, very warm in September in Sicily. 
So yeah, that's where I change my things because it's like I don't really, I don't really think Leo. I don't really think Cancer. I think yeah, I think Virgo Sun Capricorn Moon based on the information that it was her birthday Oof, is what I would stick of, with. But I think she's a lot Earth. Of Earth. I think she's Earth, Earth, that's, Earth. Yeah, I think she's Earth. I mean, you're a lot of Earth. That's you, it's, true. I think real recognized it's real. Difficile being a lot of Earth. I wouldn't wish it on <laughs> it my is. enemy. I guess we're reliable though. I mean, you're the best. You're the but I'm also not that reliable because I'm a Pisces rising. Anyway, we don't need to talk about me. Well, no, you're. Well, we we'll talk about you another time. But I do think you are you are reliable. In I think look what this show is ultimately all about, and what podcasting is ultimately all about, and partnering in any way is that to love people is actually just to know them, Mm. and and you actually are extremely reliable and the ways that you might say you're not reliable or whatever, at least in partnering with you are highly predictable. <laughs> like how? You know, in the same way that Cameron, well, in the same way that like Cameron and like Cameron and uh, Daphne, it's yeah. like, okay, is so it, like maybe he's not like the best partner, but it's like, actually he is because she loves him and she knows him. Therefore he's predictable. Is it because I'm tired all the time? No, it's because you it's because you think you're unproductive all the time and therefore you you actually are extremely productive, but sometimes when there's like bonus productivity things that are tacked on, I'm like, "Okay, we'll do that." <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Like like if it's like, "Okay, yeah, let's do like cause, well, it doesn't matter. We can talk about it, but it's like it's like like literally, yeah, if we just put on the calendar of like like talk out the book whether it's patreon or not it would just get done but like even if you want to beat yourself up about it it just it actually isn't the number one priority of this week oh yeah 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 i just get really overwhelmed all the time which well because you're doing so much okay how about portia speaking of people who are overwhelmed also, side note, the other thing I want to say, though, in terms of your reliability, okay, so we haven't done the Zooms about what a Leo is for the book yet, but when I opened that, when I opened the document, I was blown away. You've actually done a huge amount of work, oh, yeah. like, on it on your own time. So it's like, okay, so in terms of, like, the flowery way of doing it, it's like, okay, you didn't want to make an extra thing on the calendar, you're overwhelmed. But actually, when it comes down to it, you you do work. It is what I'm going to do. I'm like a mule. I love we love to see it. Thank you, Mule. Thank you, Mule. But you do too. You um, do too. So yeah. Oh, thanks. In my own way. Yeah. In my own way. But um, yeah. So anyway, I thought I thought she's Virgo Capricorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. How about Portia? Poor Aquarius. little Portia. You think she's an Aquarius? Total Aquarius. First of all, the way she was dressing, pure Aquarian vibes. She was dressing hell. Oh my god. And I actually looked cool. But like she had like a she had like a poofy crop top. She had like a an arm just a, a crocheted arm bikini like just arm what do oh, you yeah. call that? Like an arm a arm shawl. You know, a bolero. She, was, she would dress in like a straight up Aquarian alien. Also the fact that she kind of was like down for whatever and didn't really care that much about other people's feelings and like kind of what like she was sort of emotionally disconnected in like she was looking for some fun she was looking for like adventure but she wasn't like 
there wasn't a lot of emotionality from her other than that she was just kind of extravagant and trying to enjoy a trip where she had this like boss that was telling her to do shit which an Aquarius doesn't like Aquarius doesn't Aquarius wants to kind of be their own boss they don't really want like and even in that way too where the where her boss is like here are the rules you need to stay in your room or you need to whatever and she was like uh okay but yeah no. and then at the, very in the last episode tanya's like i got this assistant and then they end up bossing me around and it's like well yeah right, that's because you're right. a hot mess but also it's because <laughs> right. of who portia is portia's outfits have become a huge joke online about how she's dressed like really? lizzie mcguire all the time yeah and, like, that last outfit <laughs> that she was stuck in, oh, my God, it was tragic. And it also was very upsetting that um, she didn't get to wear a bra for, like, two days. And I felt so bad for her because she was stranded with this crazy guy and she had no bra on. She must have felt so vulnerable. A lot of the time, people just didn't have bras on. Yeah, this wasn't heavy. I thought, yeah, I noticed Harper was, was sans bra a lot. And we did see a lot of Lucia's yeah. bits, So, Well, Lucia, I understand. I, Harper, her character makes no sense not to have a bra on. It's very weird. One time I was on an HBO show. I was on The Deuce just as an extra. Like, I had, cool. I did some extra work when I was, like, in transition leaving the U.S. for London. And, and they didn't let me wear a bra either. So maybe it's an HBO thing. They didn't let They you? were like, oh, it's supposed to be the 70s, and we don't have period-appropriate undergarments, so no one can wear a bra. And I was like, so I'm just flailing all day? Like, it was just not – it was not a very tight dress that I had on. It was very uncomfortable. Let me just say this, though. It does make the larger point – not to beat a dead horse, but read the Balenciaga campaign. If you're in a show as an extra in the 70s and the undergarments aren't 70s, everybody is watching every detail on every set ever. I know. Or it's HBO and they just want some extra nips for their buck. Could be both. Yeah, yeah, be yeah both. exactly. Because, like, I guess they don't want, like, a Victoria's Secret thing like popping out the side because yeah like the bra shapes Mm -hmm. do change you know for totally like over the decades like it would have been a little pointier in the 70s so but if i had known that i would have bought a freaking 70s bra it was so awkward to walk around all day talking to people you've never (laughs) met before with your like hard nipples just protruding it's very weird it's Mm, uncomfortable for me i don't like that um Maybe it's, like, a tactic to get, like, the extras, like, to, like, speed up their comfort level of acting, like, acting natural in the background. It's like, well, hey, if you're all just thrown into the yeah. deep end of, well, now we see all of our hard nips, like, well, it does it does bring the walls down yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit. Okay, so Portia Aquarius. I don't know if I feel this because I don't think she's that capable of an assistant. She's not, but I I don't think an Aquarius would be a very good assistant. An Aquarius is kind of doing their own thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, don't boss me around. I'm like writing code in my head. Yeah, that's true. She is really weird. And she just kind of like, yeah, she was kind of detached from Albie. Like you would have noticed that this guy was obsessed with you and done something about it instead of just kind of brushing him off. But right, you might have said something. You might have been like, hey, for the record, I, like, think we should be friends, but I'm not feeling this. Like, even just to, to like, make out with someone in his face is so, like, it's so careless. And it was not very Aquarian to fall for the whole Jack thing. Yes, except that I think that he was sort of, like, okay, so in my mind I was like, okay, so if she's an Aquarius, then, like, I feel like Aquarius and Sagittarius, like, I was like, okay, so... 
at first I was like, okay, he's fire. He's all fire. Like, just like fun. Like, either Leo or Leo or Sagittarius where he's just like, you know, just, just party bro. Like, ultimate party bro. You know, I think Aquarians absolutely can get into like romance or, or get into like an affair. But it's like, he wasn't like super romantic with her. It was more like, I thought it was super exciting yeah. and that he was like so exciting where again it wasn't that emotional for her. She was just like, "Whoa, like this is a huge blast right. of energy." I'm bored on this on this work trip and I'm right. kind of sick of hanging out with this guy and his grandfather and his dad. Here's the hot Essex Giza. So, I'm going to go out mm-hmm. with him instead. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Also, he's just a con artist and I think a lot of the time, right. you know, you're just susceptible susceptible to good con artists, no matter what your sign is. Well, but also, like, was he a con artist or actually, like, was he a prostitute? Like, I thought he was a prostitute who was getting paid not only to buttfuck uh, whatever his name was. His the, uncle, Quentin. The, this, but, I, but at Quentin, he was – I don't think it was his uncle. I think it was his prostitute and he was getting paid to buttfuck butt butt Quentin. But – also, that he was working for Quinton, and so when Quinton said, get this girl out of here for the next two days, that was his job. I thought he was just hired help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what do you... But I don't know what what sign. I mean, I, I sort of feel like... I don't know. What do you think for, for Jack? My backstory for him in my head is that he's just a floater, and he got into trouble, and that's how he ended up getting stuck with these guys. Because he says to her, like, these are dangerous, powerful people. Like, he owes them yeah. something. He accidentally... Um, like went too far with something, whether it was a gambling debt or maybe he's, you know, off the streets and had to become a sex worker kind of thing. Like he's in too mm-hmm. deep with these really scary guys and he doesn't know what else to do and he's not necessarily a bad person. So I was thinking maybe if he was a Pisces, he just would have got whacked based on whatever mm-hmm. debt he owed. Yeah, I don't think he was a Pisces. I think he could be a Gemini just because he can sort of yes. like – grift around and turn on and off his like the same thing that you see in, in Lucia, yeah. Lucia I could see for him you know like they just are sort of, images of um, each other, to the point that they both got Portia and Albie off of each other like they're both the right. like, con artists that like even though I don't think any sign is more susceptible to falling for a con artist necessarily I think there's a sign that's susceptible to being one and that is a Gemini right <laughs> I do. I think even even the like yeah the poetry of having two Gemini card like the mirror Gemini card artists I think is actually I think that really yeah, works yeah 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 I agree um, and also again like he sort of isn't he's not really tapped into his emotions as much as like he does know the story of I got into some shit and I got out of some shit and I'm not an asshole but I'm also not falling in love with you or anybody and so just like grift away i'm gonna grift right. my and he's way. still having fun you can't fake that level of fun like him and lucia are both oh, no, he's having a blast. Time in their lives you know 100 percent. yeah like lucia also i think part of the reason why she doesn't um get the money up front is because she just wants to stay in the hotel and she just wants like the drinks and a little bit of the highlight right. and like she's 100%. okay with them kind of paying her off in installments because as long as that's happening she's allowed to stay and like lurk around the these gorgeous hotels like she's probably done this totally. everywhere in the area and this is like this just the next one on her list you know and like that's why she's kind of a little bit less of a stickler for you need to pay me up front because she's having fun mm-hmm. oh yeah she just wants someone yeah to she's on vacation too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay what did you think 
Quentin was. I didn't even think about him for two seconds. So actually, now I'm just regretting this because we're obviously just casting the whole show. Like, to me, it was clearly Gemini. He says life is one long distraction. He's a huge advocate for distraction. He says to her at the beginning, tell me everything. Then he flips on her. I don't know. I thought he, to me, the, I thought he was I Gemini. I think he could be a Scorpio because he was so adept at playing the long game, which I don't think that Lucia or um, or Jack was because they were more... No, it was much more transactional. Yeah, transactional, whereas with Quentin, I mean, there has to be an easier way to get money for your house than fucking befriending this woman, distracting her assistant, and throwing her off a boat. Well, I don't think that he befriended... No, 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 I thought the whole thing was a setup. I think... I think... He and Greg, I think that picture of Greg that right, right, right. But they had to be friends. Is the they whole had to story. befriend her to gain her trust, to get her out I of mean, the I mean, in that way, though, enough, you know, I could see him actually being a Capricorn where it's like long game, high end. All Everything is to save the the house, the property, the you know, we have tickets to the to the ballet. It's like a very high end grift all to save the facade. Mm-hmm. And. It is, like, when he's saying, like, I don't know about, like, romantic love, but I do know about, like, companionship and fucking. And it's, like, it is sort of, a Capricorn would, like, even though we know it, like, deep down they actually are very emotional. It takes one to know one. Here we are. But actually, like, Capricorns do whatever they can in general to, like, not go there. They are emotional, but they're actually on purpose, like, refocusing all of that into work or, like, getting the job done. Like, we don't have time for feelings. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all of his friends were also in on the the facade as well, like DDA. Right, so he was really, like, a a mob boss. Like, he was sort of, like, a... He was, like, a... So, yeah, I would say, like, maybe Capricorn. Yeah, they were, like, twisted old world queer eye. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> now that's a show I would oh, watch. Oh, uh, 100%. Okay, okay. Capricorn with overtones of Scorpio, I think it's safe to say. Yeah. Because like he he everything he is doing is so in the background. And like a Capricorn Yeah, like I, I you would be more I, more acceptable, more, you know, what's the word? It's getting late and I have a headache. What is the word? Palatable to the public palatable yeah like i think he's like gemini rising capricorn sun scorpio moon gemini rising capricorn sun scorpio moon or scorpio sun capricorn moon but i think there's i think those are the three that like really articulate his character i find that satisfactory one thing that people were asking online was why did they bother getting her to the house for two days and why did they bother getting her to sleep with Niccolo, the mob guy. Because Niccolo was going to kill her on the little tiny boat on the way back. So you think it was just to gain trust so that she would be willing to get on the boat with Niccolo? Yeah. Yes. And it was also like a way to entice her to... I think that... Well, I guess though, the only thing that doesn't totally make sense is that if ultimately what they were after is her money... They would have needed more. Like, I thought it wasn't going to be kill her. I thought it was going to be basically, like, romance her into. Because, like, what she says is, like, it's so nice to be with people. They don't want my money. I thought they were going to, like, seduce her into then asking for her money in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know. Or cheat, get her to cheat on him so that it nullifies the prenup. 
Right, or get her to cheat on him. Right, right. Okay, yeah, so it either nullifies the prenup or also that, um, you know, that they could blackmail her and whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, so it was just an insurance policy, really. So... Yeah, but then I think when she saw the picture of young Greg is when she started to be like, okay, that fuck. Was the like, that was a, thing, a mistake. Yeah, that was the only thing where I was like, why would this guy have this picture lying around? He's no fool. And he lives in this house with the most, like perfectly selected art on the walls what's he got this broke back mountain ass photo doing here and i also didn't think it was greg i did not notice that until i saw people talking about it online and then she said it in this episode like when they showed the photo in the last episode that didn't resonate for me that it was him at all i it wasn't that i was clear about it but i was curious i'm like what does she think is weird about this and then she says it like that looks like Greg. yeah 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 exactly so but then it's like, okay, so what, at the beginning when Greg is, like, pretending to go to Denver and he's like, okay, I love you. Like, I think it was all about an alibi, too. So it was like he was, quote, unquote, in Denver and then she was away on this boat. And so whatever happened to her, he was not – he was, like, officially not yeah, there. Yeah, deniability. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, you're right. I don't know what the actual – I kind of want to rewatch now – Maybe there's more of a story or maybe it's just like a TV show and they kind of figured out how to end yeah. it, you know, because I don't know what the – but I do wonder, yeah, what the actual goal from the beginning of Greg was. Right. Did he mean to kill her or did he mean to just blackmail her or just seduce her into giving – like or having his lover su- like seduce her with his lifestyle to actually get the money somehow. Yeah, you also don't know how far these guys got into the mob stuff accidentally. Like, maybe they did just want to blackmail her. And then when they bring in Niccolo, he finds out how much money she has. And he's like, oh, we're not blackmailing her. We're killing this bitch. And you're giving me a much bigger cut than you originally said. And if you don't, then I'm killing you because he's in the mob. Well, and actually, yeah, right. And and actually, they would have wanted to kill her because she was married to Greg. So if she dies, Greg gets the money. Right, but, like, they could have wanted a smaller cut and just do blackmail. Like, maybe these guys aren't killers. You know, like, maybe the gay guys right. are not killers. I It it would be, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And then they just, because yeah. they called in a mob guy to do the dirty part, then they, right. they got in over their heads and the, now the mob guy is forcing them to kill her, you know? Right, because clearly Nico is not part of their gay guy queer eye. Right, and even, like, the boat captain seemed horrified. Like, he didn't realize that was what was going to happen. So that's what I think, like, it it could be because, like I said, the theme of the season is who's getting played, who's getting scammed. What bigger scam is going on in the background that we don't know about? So, like, that seems plausible to me. I don't think these guys are getting their hands that dirty that they're fucking murdering people to, to keep these houses up. Right, they just want their money to, to to keep the estate going and to keep their ballet tickets or their opera right. tickets. They're like, let's blackmail with the video. Ooh, I have to post about this on Twitter because everyone's talking about it. And I can be like, I cracked it, bitches. Link it to the pod. Welcome, new listeners from Molly's Twitter. We're yeah. really glad you're here. Okay, I I think this is a good Time yeah, for bed. this is a good place to end it. I'm sorry. I'm always saying that it's time for bed. It's because of our time difference. We have a huge time I difference. Know. Yeah, you guys, just so you know, Molly's not midday siestaing every time we talk. It's late there. Yeah. And actually, that's perfect. I have a client now anyway, and then I'll perfect. post. We don't even have to edit this. Nope. You can even leave in Captain save because you know what? It's an expression. We didn't write yeah, it. I stole it from someone.
Ha, 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 ha. You're a grifter in your own <laughs> exactly. right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, joins, uh, what is it? Patreon.com. Patreon. <laughs> I was going to say po- podcast.com. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. <laughs> and you can hear our deepest thoughts about Megan and Harry's new TV show, which is coming out again. There's a new trailer that came out, too. I saw the new trailer. What What did you think of the new trailer? They're... <sighs> They're always slippery. Like the they they're deliberately confusing the timeline of like, oh, our like our location has leaked. We have our security being stripped from us. And that's when they're already in Canada. Then they show him on the Freedom Flight, which is the private jet to Canada. Like they're making right. it seem like their security was stripped from them while they were in the UK and their location was leaked while they were in the UK. And it's like no. Well, and to, yeah, and I, I thought that was interesting because, like, even you guys can hear it on the Patreon, highly recommend. But when I was editing back out, it's like, I think the issue that Harry, I think there's an issue for Harry where he is confusing the, like, he talks about, like, protecting William, protecting my mm-hmm. brother over protecting me. And it's like, no, he's not your brother. It's protecting the future king and protecting the monarchy. And it isn't that I'm personal. so glad you brought that up because, I was thinking that too, but it's so easily disproven when you look at Charles versus Diana. The press loved her and they bashed the shit out of him because she's more likable. And that was it. She sold more papers. And like the reason, the real reason why I think Harry and Meghan, you know, they had a rough time of it. Every new person that marries in has a rough time of it. It's not always the same. Sometimes it's worse. Sometimes it's better. It would have ended and it would have gotten better again. And, like, they really just didn't wait for for it to end and get better. They left and that's their prerogative. That's what they decided to do. But, like, there was a time when William and Kate were the punching bag. Totally. Right. It, right. It's, like, as if, like, William and Kate have been, like, oh, so protected. It's, like, no. People have run free reign on them too. yeah they're just now they are more popular and that doesn't sell that's all it really comes down to and what sells is look at this american and also the racist stuff obviously sells to an extent as well so like there's that's really what it has to do with it's not because there's some plot in the background to save the monarchy because if there was then the tabloids wouldn't write anything negative about them about any well, of no, them well i thought they were yeah, but I thought he was saying it was like the people in the monarchy were protecting William over him. And it's like, no, at the end of the day, the like the the media is going to or like the press is going to do what the press is going to do. Exactly. Everybody's in business needs to sell papers. But that that if you feel like it's you versus William and then he has the backing of the whole firm or the whole family, it's actually because he has a job title that is higher ranking than you. And it isn't about William or Harry. And it, it is about th- the fact that you have different roles right. in this why the Why the actual courtiers are protecting him more. Yeah. Not right. the media. Right. The media, if they had confirmation right. that he cheated, it would be out tomorrow. It would it, thousand percent. And if the, and if it wasn't out in the UK press, because they do have a bit more, they have quite a lot more legal control over British press. It's easier to sue here. Then they would. It would be in American papers or French papers. Right. That's that's news we would. Yeah. Love. Everyone would want it. Everyone. So like, yeah. there is no, yeah. there is no universe where like the media is getting scoops about William and sitting on them to protect the monarchy. Is the people are the people in the pa- palace doing it? 
maybe, but I don't know. I don't know if they're, you also have to remember when they make these allegations about people leaking to the media, they were literally caught doing that in a court of law, leaking about the book, finding freedom. They got caught lying, not just leaking, but lying to the court about leaking. It hurts. I know. They they all do it. They don't want to know. They all play this game. So it's just really disingenuous to pretend like, yeah, the palace is more powerful. They have more of a media machine behind them. And it would be absolutely terrifying to go up against that for sure. But like they did it too. They all do it. They all do it. I'm excited for this week. But also, well, it could turn out to be a nothing yeah. burger because this last week was also a nothing burger. What did we learn about a Snapchat filter? You know? I learned that Megan is just like you and me. She's not just like you and me. She, and I like her she's for She's just it. like a lot of girls. We, she's an honor roll student. She, she's not. Yeah, okay. She's not. Okay, let's take a bit. She is not like yeah. us. She is a better student exactly. than us. And she is a nerd, actually. Yeah. That's what I learned. She's a better student than us for everything except for the British monarchy (laughs) because that – We might have actually just shut the fuck up and known our role and been fine with it. Yeah. I don't know. Would we have? Yeah. Capricorns? Yeah. Give me the money. Give me good press. Give me some outfits to wear and I'm happy to shut up. Personal trainer. Definitely. Salmon. Got a list of things. Salmon steamed broccoli. I'm in. Certainly, a whole. I want a separate fridge of seltzer. Yeah, but if you can meet my rider royals, yeah, I'll do whatever you need me to do. I'll be, a, I'll be the, <laughs> I'll be the patsy. I'll, I'll, I'll be the jack of the, I'll be the jack of the royals anytime. Also, crucially, like, I, I mean, for me, like, I what I went through like a, a time when I felt as a kid bullied and like my privacy was taken, privacy was taken away from me. So like. I feel like maybe I would have a different perspective on it. Whereas I think mm-hmm. like Megan, because she was an honor roll student, because she was this perfectionist who was like hell bent at succeeding at everything and having the most perfect image at all times since she was a kid, like she's always had that perfect image. Like everyone did always love her. So then like when she got Mm -hmm. into a a position of enough power where people started questioning her and trying to peel back the facade, she imploded and freaked out. And it's understandable. Well, and I think that's why when you're going like, we didn't learn anything new here. It's not about learning anything new. It's about the fact, I think she's really fucking bothered that she's like, I mean, she says it, but it's like, no, there's nothing new about the story. But I do think that her as the narrator makes her feel like, okay, at least I, at least there's a version out there that I got to, that I got to pen in whatever right. way. Other like, than I don't think Oprah. she likes that anybody is making her story be anything. Yeah, but even with other Oprah. Other than the book they collaborated on, other than the podcast that has now six hours. Yeah, but I think that, yeah, but at the end of the day, they need money. They, they have right, a business. Exactly. They have to actually make money. I think this was fun for her because not only is she very comfortable being on camera, but yeah, I think she is a storyteller and is like, yeah, get, set a camera up and give me a few hours to tell you what I think are the things I'm really proud about, about my love story. Yeah, totally. For sure. I would do it for whatever. I would do it for a hundred bucks, let alone a hundred thousand bucks. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Me too. We're doing this shit for free. $5 for the Patreon. Join now, everybody. LOL. <laughs> I know. But that's the other thing where, like, 
it grates on me. The first question they ask them on camera, why are you doing this? To pay the mortgage. To pay to pay the, yeah, the sixteen bathroom to, to afford to mortgage. live. Like right. that's why. We're doing this to tell our story for right. money. Or and or to settle scores with the British royal family, which I'm sure is extremely right. tempting as well. Like Absolutely appropriate it's answer. Not, you know, oh we we literally just want everyone to know how much we love each other. Like But I do think that is a takeaway that there is nowhere in the current media sphere that has, I agree that until now their love story has not been done justice. And I now understand that they love each other in a way that I never did. I thought it was pretty clear that they were like, had some serious chemistry and were obsessed with each other to implode their lives. Like they both did hers first, then his. But Harry's such a rebel. Harry's such a rebel. Like I think the implosion was imminent no matter what, because he's an imploder. He is an imploder. And he gets that from his Spencer side of the family. I would say. Indeed. Indeed. He is his mother's son. And his uncle's nephew. His (laughs) uncle. Which one? You're getting creeped out because of the uncle in White Lotus. All the uncles. Well, no. And also uh, Uncle Andy. Oh, yeah. No, not him. Um, He is. Well, maybe. <laughs> and the uncle. Between the uncle in White Lotus and Uncle Andrew, uncles have not had a good a, a good showing yeah, this episode. It's a bad week to be an uncle. Well, you know, when they told that story of going to Royal Lodge and curtsying for the queen, that's Andrew's house. Oh. When they talk about, <laughs> oh, Fergie and Eugenie were helping me, blah, blah, blah. Andrew was prob- right. probably right there there beatrice and eugenie worse there i didn't re- i mean i guess i knew but they just they they're real cousins like they really did grow up with them and are still yeah, friends with them. that little yeah which was nice to see actually where i was like okay yeah like they are hu- like human with social and familial um yeah it's connected. cute and endearing and it, it 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 really is but yeah like they're they've never said a bad thing about andrew and they love trashing their family so it's like what a slam dunk that they're just not taking advantage of. I mean, let's see if it comes out in these three episodes. I'm really interested in seeing that. Yeah, that would be... Okay, yeah. So, yeah, everybody check out the first three episodes and then check out our Patreon uh, review of it and add your comments in the chat. Let's get a dialogue going. And then we'll be back. When is it? When's the next one come out? This Thursday. week? Next week? Okay, well, then we'll be back. LOL, probably Friday or Saturday because we will we will be racing to our screens. Molly will be tweeting it live or something for job job. Uh, LOL. So yeah, either way, we'll be on top of it, and we can't wait to get get all your hot takes on the second part of Harry and Meghan as well. But until then, that was White Lotus. That was part one of Meghan and Harry. Oh wait, one other thing I want to say yeah. real quick: Celine Dion being diagnosed with stiff person syndrome. It's like I could have told you. <laughs> I could have diagnosed, lol, she is stiff person. No. Like, you know, she's... I think it's just called being Canadian. <laughs> ah, are you sure we can't keep this? <laughs> okay, keep it as an Easter egg. Like, this is what you get when you stay till the end. This is what you get when you stay to the end. Folks. Because Spotify likes it when you have a high completion rate. So we do save our most off-color stuff for the end. Ex- excluding last week when we said the R word 30 times. We did lead with... We did, we did, <laughs> but we were quoting Kirstie Alley. What are we going to do? It was journalism, yeah, and and it was just such an interesting look at how the social mores have changed since that book was and, written. When it was also not okay to say the R word fifty times, and the kind of the kind of art that Woody Harrelson. I know. Oh my God, he was in the news for something this week, and it was the only thing I could think about. Yeah, I actually had that thought too. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was he there for? I think I he's in like, a new oh, movie oh, coming out. 
Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, that, what a funny memory that we all get to share now. So if you haven't listened to that episode, check back on the Kirstie Alley uh, review of her life. We read the first chapter of no. her book, and it is LOL I offensive. got no feedback on that, by the way. Not a single person was like, that was interesting. So either no one listened to it or everyone was horrified by us. Mm, okay, well, please let us know what you guys thought of that Arsler episode. <laughs> Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.